Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, July 30th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Monday saw hundreds of job cuts from Silicon Valley to Wall Street. And new data reveals that more than 2,000 Chinese-made security cameras deemed a threat to national security are in place in U.S. government buildings. Plus, the FT's Hannah Kushler digs into the tie-up between Mylan and Pfizer's upjoint unit that will create a new pharma group with an enterprise value of about $50 billion. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. 400 people lost their jobs at Uber on Monday. The ride-hailing service eliminated a third of its marketing staff as part of a corporate reorganization. The goal is to centralize control and cut costs. Uber has 25,000 employees globally. Chief Executive Dara Khosrowshahi emailed employees yesterday. He said, quote, Today, there's a general sense that while we've grown fast, we've slowed down. He also said teams are too big and work is overlapping, leading to, quote, mediocre results. Uber has been under the microscope since it went public in May. The IPO has raised questions over the ride-hailing business model and whether Uber can actually turn a profit. Shares closed down at almost 1.5% on Monday to $43.88 each. That's below its $45 a share IPO price. And employees at Citigroup are facing a similar fate. In this case, it's at the bank's Global Markets Division. A source told the FT that the bank is planning to cut hundreds of jobs as it responds to challenging market conditions. The cuts are expected to be imminent. Citigroup isn't the only one having a tough time. Banks across Wall Street posted almost uniform falls in revenue from their trading businesses in the second quarter. Low levels of client activity and low interest rates affected performance. It turns out there are thousands of Chinese-made security cameras in U.S. government buildings. And they're considered a threat to national security. IT security company Forescout found more than 1,700 surveillance cameras made by Chinese equipment makers Hikvision and Dawa connected to government networks. More than 600 other cameras were ID'd on a single federal agency's network. This tally was taken just last week. The total number in operation throughout the government is probably higher, since not all the departments use Forescout's detection services. The reason these figures are relevant is that in August, a ban on federal dollars being spent on equipment from Hikvision, Dawa, Hytera, and Huawei is set to go into effect. It's part of last year's National Defense Authorization Act. It sprung from the concern that the Chinese-made technology could be hacked into and weaponized. These fears about the potential threat to national security have only been exacerbated by the worsening U.S.-China relations in the past 18 months. Today, trade talks between the two countries are set to resume in Beijing. And in other news, Capital One says it has suffered a massive data breach. The U.S. bank says the incident took place in March when an outside hacker obtained the personal data of 100 million customers and applicants for its credit cards. The breach wasn't discovered until this month, and the alleged hacker was arrested yesterday and appeared in court in Seattle. Sterling dropped to its lowest level in two and a half years on Monday, 
Markets are increasingly worried that the UK could crash out of the EU without a deal at the October 31st deadline. And beyond meat sales, more than tripled in the second quarter. The vegan burger maker raised its sales forecast for 2019. But the company also announced it intends to offer 3.25 million shares in a stock sale that would help fund Beyond Meat's expansion plans. News of the offering sent its shares down 13.6% to $192 a share in after-hours trading. And here's a closer look at a story you should know more about. Shares in generics drug maker Mylan closed up almost 13% on Monday. This was after the news that Mylan's pipeline of new generic and biosimilar medicines would come under the same roof as some of the best-known and formerly branded drugs Lipitor and Viagra. It's part of an all-stock merger between Mylan and a unit of Pfizer. The FT's U.S. Pharma and biotech reporter Hannah Kushler has more on the tie-up and what it tells us about the generics business. Obviously, drug makers invest a lot of money in R&D and the cost of bringing a drug to market can be, you know, I think the average is over $2 billion a drug. So in return for that, they get a patent which protects and gives them exclusivity for a certain number of years. And then when those patents expire, they have what's called a patent cliff, which means that suddenly they can't charge what they were charging normally for a big brand name drug because other makers will come into the market and make what's known as Generics, so that's just a different version of the same drug, but not from the same company and hasn't got the big branded name on it. Hannah, what happened on Monday with Pfizer and Mylan? So Pfizer and Mylan are basically creating a really big giant off-patent business. And the reason we call it that is because what it's combining is Pfizer's Upjohn unit, which is a unit that's actually mainly focused in China and developing markets and is selling what used to be brand name drugs. So Viagra and Lipitor. And these were both, you know, huge blockbuster drugs for Pfizer. And we call them off-patent because the company is still making them. So they're not generics. They're not coming from a different drug maker. And so those are going to be combined with Mylan, which is a generic drug maker. They have very few non-generic products. And this will create a business which has an enterprise valuation of about $50 billion. Why is Pfizer spinning off this unit? So for Pfizer, it really wants to become a sort of slimmer company focused on the most innovative medicines. So what it won't say is that, you know, these are often high priced treatments for things like cancer, rather than these drugs that once made its name, but really don't bring home the bacon quite as much as they were. It still obviously will have a a financial interest in the new company, but I think it's an attempt to focus. And you can see that also because late last year, it agreed to spin off its consumer health business. So these are, you know, over-the-counter drugs and wellness products and combine them with the same kind of assets from GSK, the British pharma company, into a new joint venture. So it goes from this kind of conglomerate into a much more focused company. So what does Mylan have to gain? So Mylan's really struggled in the US where actually despite the attention on drug prices overall, the prices of many generics have been falling. And so it really needs to access other markets. Opjohn has been a specialist. In fact, it's had at some point its global headquarters based in Shanghai in accessing the Chinese market, which is you know growing in a very big way, and other emerging markets. So the idea will be to put through Mylan's drugs through Opjohn's sales force of 5,000 people and get them in the hands of more patients. 
What interests you about this story? So something that's interesting here is that, you know, in the US there's been a lot of attention on drug prices, especially, you know, soaring. And we see those in terms of quite regular, steady fairly large, you know, just under 10% increases in the price of many branded drugs. But there's also been the odd really shocking jacking up the price of a generic like Martin Shkreli. And so it's interesting to also see at the same time, there are areas of the market which are suffering from lower prices. And that perhaps this shows that there's going to be more consolidation in generic drug makers. Pfizer and Mylan both reported second quarter figures on Monday. For Pfizer, earnings were better than expected but they fell short of Wall Street forecasts. The drug company lowered its forecasts for the full year because of costs related to its joint venture with GlaxoSmithKline and some acquisitions. Meanwhile, Mylan beat earnings expectations on slightly lower than forecasted sales. Today, we'll be following more pharmaceutical earnings. Merck, Eli Lilly, Amgen, and Gilead are all set to report we're also expecting quarterly results from Apple and BlackRock. You can read the latest at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. From a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus.